Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message. So thanks for joining me this morning. I get to talk to you today. And, but I have one question I want to start off with. One question I have for you is, have you ever really thought about the differences in people? How everyone is different. We have tall people, we have short people, we have bigger people, we have smaller people, we have people that like coffee, and there's people that like tea. And I am a tea person, but most people are a coffee person. So we have funny people, we have serious people, and then we have introverts and extroverts. And I'm going to sit on the introvert and extrovert um, difference right now. I'm an introvert. I get energy from being alone. I love people. I love being around people. But I get refueled and energized by being alone. And Clint is an extrovert, and he gets energy by being around people. And so Clint and I have been married for almost 15 years, and sometimes we still don't understand each other in this area. He doesn't understand how... I can be energized by being alone. And he doesn't understand, how can you not want to spend time with me all the time? And being an introvert, I don't understand how he can get his energy from being around people. And I don't understand why he would want to spend time with me all the time. So there's differences. We're all different. We're all created different. And just like our personalities are different, we respond differently to situations around us. Right now, we have this virus that's going around, and we're all responding differently because we have different personalities, we have different emotions, we have different feelings, we have different opinions, and different responses to what is going around. And it's okay to not understand what your neighbor is feeling or thinking or responding to, and it's okay to not understand what, how your friend is responding or your family member. It's okay to not understand people's responses to what is going around you. But on the spiritual side, even though we have all been created in the image of God, we are not like him. And God is not like us. So, and it's okay that's actually a good thing, <laughs> that we are not like God and he is not like us. There are differences between us and God. And, and it's okay to not completely understand all of those differences. And today we're going to talk about how God is different than us. And it's okay to not fully understand him and what he's doing and thinking and um, doing around us. So, and that's okay. Um, today we're going to be in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet of Israel. He, um, being a prophet, God speaks to you and through you. And Isaiah was a man of great character and integrity. He was a man of hope. He was a man of, um, he hated sin and he spoke against it. And he was, he was bold 
and, but he was also encouraging as well. And so today we're going to look at Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. And it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So the title of today's message is Standing Firm, Trusting God When We Don't Understand. But I'm going to pray, and then I'll give you a few things to consider. So Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you speak to us today? It's through your Spirit, Lord, that our hearts change and our minds change, our thinking changes. And so um, would you just use my voice to speak your truth today? And God, I pray that you would just give us a glimpse of who you are today because you're so vast, you're so big. But Lord, would you just give us a glimpse of who you are today? In Jesus' name, amen. So the first point today is we should trust God because he doesn't think like us. In verse 8 it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. God does not think like us. If you are a parent, you know that children go through stages of asking the question why. And it's, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Why are you not doing that? Why did you say this? Why, 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 why? A lot of whys. If you've been around children or you're a parent of small children, you've been asked the question why a lot. And that's normal. We've all done it. Even as adults, when we were children, we, we, I'm sure we did the same thing to our parents. But... How many of you also know know that that can be quite annoying and frustrating to have a child continually asking the question why and and just not understanding? And side note, as a parent, I learned when my children were young and they were going through that stage, I learned to not just push them off. But answer the question. Take second Take 10 seconds just to answer that question. This is why I'm doing. I don't want you to run across the street because it's unsafe. Or I want you to finish your meal because I want you to be healthy. You know, it's okay to explain to them why. But, yeah, it can be frustrating. But why is it frustrating? Because you feel disrespected. You feel like, really? I am the adult here, and you can't trust me in this. You just can't trust my judgment, and you can't trust my word. Do you think sometimes when we ask God the question why, maybe he has a similar response? Can you just trust me in this situation? Can you just trust that I am bigger than your situation Can you just trust that I am going to take care of you, that I'm going to take care of this? Can you just trust me? Just like as parents, we want to tell our kids, can you just trust me? (laughs) Can you just trust that I know best for you and that I know what is good for you? 
because there's differences between us and God. The thing about God is that he is a big God. He is a big picture God. He sees the past, he sees the present, and he sees the future. He knows it all, and we don't. We have these small minds. We see what is going around us because, quite frankly, we're selfish, and we want it to be all about us, and so we only see what is going around us. And But God, he knows that the decisions that we make now can affect us 30 years from now. He's a big picture God, and can we not trust him when he says, don't do this? Because he knows. He knows the effects of what's going to happen. And our thoughts are also evil as humans. In Mark 7, verse 21, it says, For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. That's in Scripture. That our thoughts are evil. We can be mean, we can be ugly, and we can be selfish. And I'm also speaking for myself. I can be mean, ugly, and selfish. Just ask my family. (laughs) I mean, we're all like that. We're human. And we think about ourselves. And we're influenced by our emotions and our selfish desires. But God, he has pure thoughts. He has holy thoughts. He only thinks good things about us. And he has only good things for us. That's the God that we serve. He only thinks good thoughts. Your last fill-in in this section is, since I don't know everything, I should trust the one who does. We don't know everything, but he does. He sees the big picture. He sees our past, present, and future. So we should trust that he knows everything and that he knows what's best for us. We can trust him and that he knows it all. And point two, we should trust God because he doesn't work like us. The second part of verse eight, it says, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Jesus says, turn the other cheek. When someone does something bad to you, turn the other cheek. And he says, give your money away. Like what in the world? Give your money away. That's not something I would do. And he also says, do good and pray for your enemies. That's not normal. (laughs) Only God would say that. That's not something that I would say as human. And God also let his son die for our sins. I don't know about you, but I would not do that. I would not sacrifice my son. I would not have my my son die for your sins. Because I'm not God. And I don't think like that. I don't function like that. It's not normal to pray for your enemies or to give money away. That's how God works. In verse 9 it says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. There isn't a distance greater than there is between heaven and earth. Psalm 40 verse 5 says, 
Many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. The thing is, is that every detail of history has been meticulously planned by God for his good and for the good of us. He is very meticulously planning things around us. And we shouldn't doubt him because of what we can't see. We should trust him. We should trust him because he knows it all, right? If we only follow him when we understand what he's doing, we will miss out on experiencing a miracle. Because the truth is, is that God is always working. We talk about this a lot. That God is always working. Always. He is never not working. And if we only choose to follow him or be obedient to him, when we see what is happening, then we're going to miss out because he's always working behind the scenes. He's always doing something when we don't see it. Point three is we should trust God because he deserves it. A few weeks ago, a group of us just got back from Guatemala. There were 15 of us that went to Guatemala for a week. And the week that we were gone was when everything broke loose here in the United States with a coronavirus. And honestly, while we were on the trip, we actually joked about, well, maybe we should just stay in Guatemala because we felt protected and we felt safe there. There wasn't much going on. We just felt very protected in Guatemala. And some of us joked about, well, maybe we should stay here a few, few more weeks until so things settle down in the United States. But obviously we couldn't. So we flew back on a Monday, and we flew into Atlanta. No issues. Everything was smooth. We flew into Atlanta, and we got the news that they were closing the borders of Guatemala. The day that we flew home, they were closing the borders. That was God. He was working behind the scenes then. Um, and then we flew into Chicago, and everything was smooth. God just went ahead of us and prepared the way for us. Everything was smooth. So we're driving home from Chicago to Elkhart. And I have to be honest with you, it was just eerie. I have never felt that kind of eeriness or just a weird, uncomfortable feeling driving home from an airport before. And usually when I come home from a missions trip, it's exciting, it's fun, we're on American soil, this is great, but it just felt weird. It was just really eerie. And there was a sense of confusion, a sense of unfamiliarity. It just didn't feel like home when we were coming home. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I, there was a, actually a thought went through my mind, can I just go back to Guatemala where I felt protected and safe for that week? Um, so it was just an uncomfortable feeling. 
And I was asking myself, how do I get past these feelings? How do I get to a place where I'm just okay with being here? So the beginning of this year, I asked the Lord for a word for the year for myself. And this is something I do every year. And this year, he gave me the word clarity. And, and I thought, oh, that's interesting, the word clarity. And so this, the past few weeks, I've been asking him for more clarity. Like, can you just give me clarity <laughs> on different areas? Like clarity of who you are, clarity of what you want to say. And, and, I, and I was, how do I get more clarity? How do I get it? And something that the Lord revealed to me was to spend time with me. And I will give you clarity of who I am. I will give you clarity in my voice, in my presence. I will give you clarity of what I am doing. And I will give you clarity on what I want you to do and not want to do. And he, and it, and he does. Every time I just sit and soak in his presence, just spend time with him, he gives me clarity. Most of all, clarity of who he is. So this past week, I asked him, can you just give me a glimpse of what you're doing? Because <laughs> I know you're doing a lot that I don't see, but can you just give me a glimpse of what you're doing? Because it would be really good to know right now. In a sense, and he just gave me a sense that he is doing a lot behind the scenes. A lot. He's doing a lot behind the scenes. He's setting things up for a big reveal. There's something big coming. I don't know exactly what that is, but there's something big coming, and he is just setting things up. He's setting the stage. He's setting up the chairs. He is setting things up for a big event, and it's coming, and we as a church need to be ready for it. I believe that he's calling people back to himself, and he's calling people back to surrendering themselves to him completely. And in the end, he's going to get all the glory for what he's doing. There's so much that we don't see right now. There's so much that we don't understand right now, but he's going to reveal it. At some point, it may be sometime in heaven when he completely reveals it. But right now, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't see, that we don't understand, and that's okay. And quite honestly, there are things that have happened in my life that I knew was God, but he didn't, he didn't show everything to me at the time. But now, looking back... I can see where he was working and what he was doing at certain times. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool how he can use a tough situation in your life. And I can look back now and I can see that he was working. And he was intentional with the way he was doing things in my life. And it was all for my good. It was all for my good. I also ask for clarity of who he is. 
God is a God who sees more than we can see. He knows more than we can know. And he works in ways beyond our comprehension. Because he is big. And he knows everything. He works beyond our comprehension. And because of that, he deserves to be praised because of who he is. I found this quote that says, what I know about God is far more important than what I don't. What I know about God is far more important than what I don't know about him. So what do you know about God? Some things that I know about him is that God loves me and he will never leave me. He loves me and he will never leave me. Hebrews 13 verse 5 says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. And I also know that he is for me and he is not, ag- and he is not against me. He is always for me. Romans 8.31 What then shall I say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He is always for you. I know God's word is true and his heart is kind. He is kind. Psalm 33 verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The word of the Lord is right and true. It's true. Everything he has spoken is true. Everything that he has written is true, and it's right. And he is faithful and kind in the midst of it all. So I have a question for you. Do you want a God you can explain or a God you can praise? For myself, I want a God that I can praise. But if I, because if I could explain God, he would be a small God. I mean, even as humans, we can't quite explain each other. <laughs> so if, we, if he would be a God that we can explain, he would be smaller than us. And honestly, I don't want a God like that. I want a God who has created the universe. He has intentionally placed each each star in each galaxy. Wrap your brain around that. That's how big he is. That's the kind of God I want. I want the God who knows my past, present, and future, which means I can't fully explain him. That's the kind of God I want. I don't want a God who is small enough to be explained. And I want a God who is worthy to be praised, who deserves to be praised. I would rather praise him than explain him and fully understand him. I want a God who is trustworthy and cares about each detail of my life. We all know the song, Waymaker. I believe it's anointed for this season. It just... I don't know exactly when the song came out, but it just recently came out. And I'm telling you, it is being sung all over the world, literally being sung all over the world. 
It is a song anointed for our community, for our country, and for the world during this season. It is a song about who God is, about his faithfulness. And the truth is, is that we can't see everything that he's doing. We can't feel everything he's doing. We can't understand everything he's doing. And that's okay. It's really okay. And I think if we would know everything that he's doing, it would scare us. Some of the things that he's done in my life, I'm glad I didn't know what he was doing. But I do now. Looking back, I can see some things that he was doing, and I'm glad I didn't know it at the time. Your last fill-in is, sometimes what we cannot see is far more important than what we can see. Sometimes what we cannot see is far more important than what we can see. You see, God can be trusted even when we don't see what he's doing or know what he's thinking or feeling. That's actually a good thing to not understand him completely. Let me pray, and we'll finish up. So Holy Spirit, I thank you for being here. God, I thank you that you are a God so big that we can't fully understand you. I thank you, you are a God who completely gets it all. You see it all, you understand it all, and you can do it all. So God, I pray that we would be in a place of being okay with not completely understanding you and a place of fully trusting you simply because of who you are. Trusting you because you've got it all in your hands and you are in control. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us this morning and have a good week. Well, that's it for today's message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthouseofvineyard.church. Thank you for being part of our family, and we will see you next time.